This episode of Congratulations is brought to you by the Cash App. <clears throat> do you want to get paid $5? Of course you do. Why wouldn't you? It's money. And do you want to also give $5 to charity? Of course you do, because you're a good person. All right? Do you want to buy and sell Bitcoin instantly or get your paycheck deposited right into the app? Yeah, we all like instant money. Uh, well, then you got to download the free cash app for iOS or Android. Um, it's the number one finance app in the app store, and we all use it here at the Congratulations Studios. So uh, download the free cash app for iOS or Android now. Here we are. It's episode number, I already lost it, 59, right? It's episode 60. Whoa. It's episode 60. We got episode 60 going here. I didn't know. I had... Uh, like I keep saying, and like I said before, and like I will say again, I had no idea that we'd be in episode 60. I thought maybe we'd be uh, 14 or whatever. But, um, you know, Daddy got a fucking haircut a little bit. And when when Daddy gets a haircut, all of his friends say, oh, you got a haircut? And then I say, yeah. That's as far as that conversation ever goes, by the way. Oh, you got a haircut, huh? Yeah. Oh, it looks good. Cool. That's as far as it ever goes. You might as well say... La 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 lu lu lu, and then the other guy, and then you go boop boop boop, and then the other guy goes, because it's all what it is, and it may it means nothing, you know. I used to have a thing where, and I guess I still think about this, but like if you wear red shoes, it doesn't matter what the fuck they are, people will just be like, ah, nice shoes, because they they they're out of the ordinary and they don't even mean nice shoes they just mean oh those shoes are red that's exactly what they mean when they say when they see red shoes and they say hey cool shoes what they mean is those shoes are red if they were another color they wouldn't be that cool right it's still the same literally the same shoe but the color is making them say hey cool shoes ikuda um just because the shoe's red is cool what if it was fucking black you wouldn't say that you might think that but you wouldn't say it you killed. Um, I got, uh, yeah, I got a little bit of a haircut. And every time I go to get my haircut, and if I'll put it like on my Instagram story, people will be like, no, like hair doesn't grow back. Or, or like, oh, no, like I'm going to shave it. Dude, I've had the same haircut for fucking 15 years. It's going to be fine. Also, it's just hair. And also, the older we get, the more we lose anyway. See you later. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I, um, Butter's jumping up on that fucking orange couch, man. Killing it. Hey, B. What's up, B? He always looks at me so insecure, dude. Every time I look at Butter, she's always like looking at me like, did I do something wrong? Dude, I don't hit you. I give you a little bit of pap on the fucking nose if you, if you piss on the curtains like you tried to do the other day. Dude, these fucking dogs, man, they know right from wrong. And they, if I sleep too late, sometimes they'll go shit in the bathroom. At least they use the bathroom, you know? That's respectable. See, that's how I know that they know what to do. Because they'll be like, well, I can't, can't shit near them. Because when I first got the dogs, they shit the bed. Like the fucking saying. They literally shit in my bed while I was in it. And I said no a bunch of times. And now they go to the bathroom to do it. When, it, when, they're, you know, when I, I sleep too late. Which is a, a lot of the time I sleep too late. Because I'm a comedian. Um, I was at the comedy store, uh, had to follow Sebastian a bunch of times this past weekend. Always uh, dislike and enjoy following him because uh, he is, he's a killer. And, uh, and, uh, he, but it's fun to follow him because it's, it's fun to try and fucking get the crowd going after somebody who kills. I, I, I don't understand. A lot of comedians will try and jockey their position so they don't have to follow a killer. I like following killers because it makes, keeps you sharp. First of all, it keeps you sharp. And second of all, it's really hard to do. And if you do it, you feel good. And if you don't do it, then fuck it. You're like, all right, it wasn't my night. That guy fucking killed. It was his night. It's fine. You're not going to be the best every single time. I know guys. I know comedians. There are comedians out there that just like if they're on a show, they don't want other fucking hard-hitting comedians on that show because they want to be the best. And that's some pussy shit. That's some fucking straight-up pussy shit. Dude, when I'm on a show, I want Rogan, I want Sebastian, I want Bill Burr, I want fucking Chris Rock to show up. I want all that shit, dude. It's fucking I want to be the the guy, I want to be the underdog. I want to be every, I want to be the guy who people are like, "Oh, this fucking guy, we ha we got to watch this guy now." 
We were just in between two. We were watching everybody kill, and now we got to watch this fucking guy? And then I fucking... You know what I'm talking about. And then I do the fucking DJ Khaled song. Of course, I don't have it queued up. You know, um, actually, maybe I still have it in my... Um, how about the fucking... Uh, the, dude, my favorite meme is this one, dude. When the fucking guy like is going to go fall down. And then as he's as he's falling down... He go instead of falling down, he goes fucking. He just goes fucking blasting into outer space right here. It's so funny. That song's already funny. Dude, how about the fucking thing? Did you ever see the guy, the 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 video online where he's like uh where where the, where the guy does the skater skate move and the guy goes like that was legitness. Did you ever see that one? Google, that was legitness. Um, anyway, I remember when I was in fucking elementary school, <laughs> I thought it was cool to say <laughs> coolness like a fucking piece of shit. I thought it was cool to say coolness. I think I, because I heard like Parker Lewis say it on Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Or maybe I, maybe I, I don't even know. I don't even know if that's from that. But I remember I had a crush on this girl named Rosemary. I always had a, and and she would wear and she would wear like the I was in New Jersey and she'd wear these fucking all the girls would wear these like the crew neck sweaters that were like billowy and shit. Fuck, who was in my class? Rosemary. Who who else? Ha, ha, the girl named Haley I had a crush on forever. And Rosemary and Haley were friends and I had a crush on both of them. And then uh there was a girl named Oh, there was a girl named Yale, I think. And this was the first fucking baller move I ever did. Oh, this was the first baller move I ever did when I was fucking, I was, fuck. I must have been in like fifth grade. People told me Yale had a crush on me. And uh, and something went down where I was like, Yale was like being annoying or something. And I was like upset about it. And somebody was like, well, why is she, be, why, why do you think she's being annoying? And I said, you want to fucking know? And she said, and they said, yeah. And Yale was there. And I said, it's because she likes me and has a crush on me. And she goes, she says, no, I don't. Obviously, because you're in fifth grade, not going to admit that. And I said, yeah, you do. That was the fucking birth. You know what I mean? That was the fucking congratulations birth where I was going to stare directly in somebody's eyes and fucking call them out on that shit. And I was in fifth grade. And I was like, stand by it. And, I, and it, it, it fucked me up because she was like, no, you don't. And I was like, all right, here. I knew this was going to happen in my, in my heart and in my head. My heart started racing. And I was like, oh, you're going to lie now? In fifth grade, imagine me. Oh, you're going to lie now? Okay, cool then. You don't have a crush. <laughs> in my fucking, in my, uh, what, what, what was the clothing? Uh, fuck, what was that? The shit I used to wear. God damn. I had this shirt I liked with handprints on it. I thought it was so dope. Like I was in Color Me Bad. What the fuck was that shirt? I have no idea. But it... What? No, it wasn't Body Glove or, Body Glove or Hyper Colors. Those were also them. You know, it might have not been that big. It might have just been a cool shirt. But it was it was a, a shirt that was like white, whitish. It was like off-white and had blue handprints on it. Let me tell you right now. If I had that shirt now, it would be bonkers, dude. It would be the fucking illest shirt ever. It wouldn't even fit. It would be too small because I was in fifth grade. I still wear that shit with some tight jeans. Oh, man, just looking fucking fancy as shit. It's just look like I fuck guys for real and just be like, nah, it's just been my favorite shirt, you motherfuckers. And then start fucking guys in outer space. Oh, man. Um, yeah, dude. I fucking put Yale in her place, dude. You need to start putting people in their place in fifth grade, bro. Start early so people know how you are, so they're not surprised later, right? That's what Trump did. Well, nobody knew. He's not surprising anybody now, right? He's not surprising motherfuckers. The guy's like, the guy fucked a porn star while he was married and, and paid her to hush up. And we're like, ah, that's our crazy president. 
That's how you do it, bro. Um, yeah, man, childhood was fucking, <laughs> ah, fucking, what a, bu- man, growing up in New Jersey was the shit. My best friend lived next door, Matt Trevenin. Dude, I used to get so scared in my fucking, while I would sleep, I would, I could never sleep over a person's, my, my imagination was crazy, dude. I remember one time my mom and dad were going on vacation and the car came to pick him up for the airport and I saw the guy who was picking him up for the airport and immediately he had like thinning hair, but a lot like a ponytail and it was pulled back and he had like a nice, you know, blazer on because he was a driver, I guess. And, um, you know, some car service or some shit that they hired to take him to the airport. And he showed up and I got so scared because to me, he looked like a villain and I had just seen too many movies already, but I was like, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to kill them on the way to the airport. Like, as a fucking fourth grader, I was like, that guy's going to kill my parents because of how he looks. Already prejudiced as shit as a fourth grader. But I was like, I got to fucking, well, I got to I gotta make sure he doesn't do I got to at least warn my parents. And I was like, look, Chris, you know they're going to, I didn't even want them to go. I was like, he's going to kill him. He's going to fucking murder him. And so I was like, mom, I, I said, mom, come here. And she came over and I said, be very careful. Because that guy looks really like, he looks like an evil guy. He looks like a bad guy. And I, I'm afraid he's going to kill you on the way to the airport. That was legitimately what I said to my mom. And she was like, okay, I'll be, I'll be very careful. And we'll make sure that that doesn't happen. And, uh, and it didn't happen. You know, they, they, whoever was watching me at the time, whoever stayed with me for a fucking week while they were wherever they were, you know, told me your parents landed safely and it's okay. You know, we didn't have cell phones back then. So you had to wait fucking 17 hours until you got a phone call and make sure everybody's okay. And, uh, and he didn't do it. And that, that, you know, dude, I would fucking, I was an, I was an insane motherfucker as a kid. There was a girl that used to babysit us. Jojo, her name was, (laughs) I didn't like the way her mouth was. You know, her mouth was like all like, I I don't know. I don't even know. I just decided I didn't like the way her mouth was. And she used this cup once as uh, when we were, and, 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 and we had different color cups. Like we had a, a, um, a, a fucking purple cup, a clear cup, a, a, a greenish blue cup and a blue cup and a fucking pink cup. A pink and then purple. They were all like kind of like versions of each other. And then they had a red. There was a red cup. And there were like seven or eight of them. It was probably an even number because it was a set. And that was like the cups that we would use, you know? And I remember those motherfucking cups so vividly. I remember those motherfucking cups so vividly. That sounds like a Tupac lyric for but like a privileged one. Anyway, so um, JoJo used the first time we had the cups and JoJo came over. She used the fucking greenish blue cup okay and i decided that was going to be her cup forever so whenever she came to go babysit us i was going to fucking make sure if she wanted something to drink she was going to get the green cup greenish blue cup so if she was like i'm thirsty and even if she went to go grab the pink cup i would be like here use this one instead even though they washed the cup and i would tell my parents i could talk about this because you're just definitely dead now and even if she's not she's 90 and she doesn't listen to podcasts and even if she does she doesn't listen to mine um, and, uh, and she fucking, uh, she would, she would use that cup and I would tell my parents, I was like, look, my whenever my mom would give me, finally, I was like, I don't want to tell my parents that I don't want to use the cup because my parents already thought I was crazy because I have fucking like crazy, like I wanted them to call me crazy legs, like legit, legitness. I wanted to call them to call me. I wanted my parents to call me crazy legs, dude. I asked my parents genuinely, hey, will you call me crazy legs? And they said, no. I said, at least at the dinner table. And my dad said, no, I named you fucking Chris, you asshole. (laughs) But I wanted that. I think I talked about this on Rogan. I don't know. But anyway, so I, I was always like trying to hide my craziness, you know, because I didn't want my parents to think they had a fucking crazy kid. So my fucking mom finally once poured the fucking liquid that for me, whatever it was, you know, water or soda or milk with the ice cubes clanking around. Here it comes in the fucking greenish blue cup. And I'm in my head. I'm like, that's Jojo's cup. I don't want her fucking mouth to touch something and then my mouth to touch something. So 
Now the fucking cup comes by and I was like, Ma, I don't, can you put it in a different cup? And she says, why? And I said, look, I don't want to get into it, but that's JoJo's cup. And she's like, what do you mean? And I said, that's the cup that JoJo uses every time she babies. My mom didn't know. My mom didn't know because she wasn't around when JoJo was around. She was somewhere else. So it's like, I always, look, I always make sure that that's JoJo's cup and that's JoJo's cup. And I want to use JoJo's cup because, you know, I don't like her mouth. It's weird and it does weird things. And I don't want her fucking germs on my germ, on my, in my mouth. And she said, well, we, we wash the cups. And I said, yeah, but it doesn't matter. He said, you know, when you wash a cup in a dishwasher, it gets, it uses really hot water and soap. And I was like, yeah, but I, there's some germs floating around. She says, it all gets mixed up anyway in the dishwasher. I said, I don't, can, I, can you give me the pink cup or some shit? And so she'd pour it out and put, all right, we got to use it. You can't give Chris JoJo's cup. And that was always the joke, right? We can't give Chris JoJo's fucking cup. So then they'd give me the pink cup or the purple cup, and nobody else cared if they had the JoJo's cup. And I was like, all right, fucking, you know, that's your, that's your own fucking, it's your funeral. And then, uh, and then, uh, and then fucking sometimes they didn't know, they didn't know, they didn't respect it is the thing. They didn't respect my way of thinking because they knew I was being, a, a pe- you know, like all ridiculous, which I understand I was being ridiculous and I'm not like that now. I would drink it out of any cup, whatever. But like they were trying to get, they would be like, here's the cup, oh, we don't, here's the cup that Chris likes. And it, they would give me the fucking blue, blue green cup. And but they they thought that Joe because the blue cup and the blue green cup looked it was like very similar and they'd be like don't give Chris JoJo's cup and they'd be like that's the blue one I'd be like ma there's a difference between fucking blue and blue green JoJo's cup was the blue green cup I would imagine a fucking nine year old just like guys sit down JoJo's cup is the blue green cup I don't want to use JoJo's cup because I don't like the way her mouth is and she puts I make sure every time she babysits I was like a little fucking Stalin. And I never used fucking JoJo's cup. I ever, ever. We got rid of those cups. Obviously, we don't still have them because it's a fucking century later. You know what I wish right now? I had fucking JoJo's cup. I wish that was, you know, they say, you know, you become what you hate. Well, that's, I wish I had JoJo's cup. That would be my cup from now on. I would conquer that fucking OCD thought or that, that bullshit thought. And I'd make that cup my cup. Dude, I feel like we all had shit like that as a little kid, but I, that shit got worse for me. Like I have crazy fucking thoughts. I remember one time we had this babysitter. I can't remember her name. She was French and she was like hot. She was like a hot babysitter. And one time, what the fuck was her name? She was like this blonde French hot babysitter. We're always getting like these fucking French or like Brazilian babysitters. (laughs) Like, where the fuck did they come from? We were in New Jersey. They'd be like, hi, we're here to watch the kids. Oh, we, we, I am here to watch the kids. And I was like getting fucking, I was just getting boners and shit. One of them was like named Maria. But one of them was blonde. And, and I had heard, this is a real fucking story. I had heard that French babysit. I heard that French people had like nude beaches. God, this fucking babysitter must... I mean, in my head, she's older than me, right? But I'm 37 and... Oh, I mean, she's definitely older than me. But like, but like in my head, while she was babysitting, even in my memory, she's older than me. She was like, I'm imagining her as 45. This girl was like fucking 18, you know? She's 19 or 20. She's probably so hot. But as a fucking seven-year-old, I was, and my, my brother was probably five and I was probably... I was nine, right? Because my brother's four years younger than me. So I was like... uh I was like to my brother, I was like, you know, they have new beaches in France. Let's try to get her to show, like, it's not a big deal to show us her, her, her boobs. And I was like, we were watching TV. And I was like, uh, like, just picture me just being all like fucking, like in a, in a, in a, like a, a cool ass hat with like a, a suit on, even though I was just in like a t-shirt and boxers, probably picking my nose, drinking high C. And I was like, hey, you know. They have, there are nude beaches in France, right? And she was like, oh, yeah, you know, like, we, we, we cannot, we have nude beaches. It is not a big deal in America. 
we cannot, um, we have, uh, you have to cover up, but it's not a big deal. And I was, in my head, I was like, I'm going to fucking finagle this to see some fucking tits as a nine-year-old, you know? I'm going to try and see some boobs. So I was like, well, yes, yeah, it's, it's not a big deal here either. People make it a big deal, but it's not. She was like, oh, yeah. And my brother was just quiet as fuck, you know, like, what the fuck? I can't believe what Chris is trying to pull with his little bowl haircut. Like fucking Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. And then she was like, uh, yeah. I was like, well, if it's not a big deal, it's like, can I touch him? She was like, I guess if your mom wouldn't think. Uh, I was like, yeah, she doesn't care. And I, and I, and I, and or I think I asked to see him first, right? And she lifted him up and she pulled her fucking tits out. Dude, I was fucking eight and she pulled her boobs out i mean you know i was fucking at the most i was 11 at the most because we moved when i was 12 so and i was like it was the first time i saw boobs in real life and then um my brother I don't even remember what he was doing, but he was just sitting, staring on, just like... My brother was like, because he got to see boobs in his life for the first time at five. Bro, this is how I was trying to help my fucking brother, right? And then I was like, can I touch him? And she was like, as long as your mom wouldn't care. I was like, yeah, 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 she's, she's like cool. <laughs> how the fuck was I doing? How the fuck was I like manipulating the situation as like a 10-year-old, like a 10-year-old fucking... Uh, it's a guy's name who fucking Dietrich, uh, the the writer who fucking got Hitler involved. Dietrich fucking, I don't know who the fucking guy was who fucking got Hitler into the Nazi party. Dietrich, he didn't trick him. He, uh, Dietrich uh, Eckhart, Eckhart, Dietrich Eckhart. That's who I was. Like some little German fucking nine-year-old trying to get Hitler involved to the Nazi party to use as my fucking plan to fucking take it. I was like, just can we see your boobs? <clears throat> and she was like, yeah, as long as your mom doesn't care. Yes, we don't care. She's cool. Let us see. And she showed us. And then <clears throat> and then she was like, uh, and then she was like, showed me the boobs. And I said, can I touch them? And she was like, uh, as long as your mom doesn't care. Yeah, she's cool. And then she and then she was like, okay. And she pulled her boob out. And I went, I literally went like this, like where you cup it under and hubba hubba it. <laughs> like I, I didn't like caress it like a fucking nice gentleman. I fucking <clears throat> like jiggled it like a, like, a, I, like how a cartoon would do it because I didn't know anything. And I remember I did it. And then I went like this afterwards. I did it and I went, eee, like a fucking... Like, like, ooh, gross girls. And like, I, I, even, even as a nine-year-old, when I did that, I, 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 in my head, I thought, oh, that was gay. I did that, you know, like, oh, why am I acting like I don't like it or like I like it, you know, even as a nine-year-old, I was like, oh, I don't want her to think I'm gay or not gay, but like, cause I didn't know about gay yet, but like a fem, like a feminine, you know, I didn't want her, I wanted her to think I was a real man as a fucking Ten-year-old, I was thinking this, and then I, and then, wow, that's fucking so funny. But I fucking Dietrich Eckhart her, Eckharted her, and she was my Hitler. And then she never babysat us again because my brother, I told my brother, I was like, listen, don't tell mom and dad because we got like the hookups now, we got the fucking dope, um, babysitter, and she's gonna come by and show us her fucking boobs every time. My brother's like, all right, I won't tell. And then fucking, he, they told her. He told them. And of course, she didn't fucking babysit anymore. And I was like, Matt, you're fucking up my, yo, you're fucking up my, my, my girl situation, bro. Anyway, dude. She, fucking, I'll tell you what, that babysitter used any cup she wanted. And I fucking used, I used her right after. I didn't give a fuck. She was, she was slamming. All right, here we go. Tripping. Uh, did you know that the average family visits five totally different websites before booking a vacation rental? Well, that's ridiculous, okay? I use this uh, this um, thing called Tripping, 
and uh, you you use it and it doesn't, what it does is you can spend less time planning your next trip and more time relaxing with tripping.com. It's the world's number one site for vacation rentals. Tripping.com is trusted by millions of travelers and featured by New York Times, Travel and Leisure. Uh, With tripping, with tripping.com, one search lets you filter, compare, and sort over 10 million available properties on trusted sites like VRBO, uh, Verbo, TripAdvisor, uh, Booking.com, and more. So it saves me time, uh, and I've used it to book my trips. Because otherwise, you're just f- taking too much time doing it, and you're like comparing. You got the two different um, – I, I, when you have the two different or three or four different like uh, pages up, and you're like, what am I looking? This does that for you, and uh, – so it's why I I like it. Don't wonder if you're getting the best deal. You'll save an average of 18% per night by booking your vacation with tripping.com. It's worth it. Uh, don't forget, if you want to save time and money while booking the perfect vacation rental for your next trip, head to tripping.com slash congrats today. That's T-R-I-P-P-I-N-G dot com slash congrats. Tripping.com slash congrats. Square Cash. <clears throat> Look. If you haven't heard, which means you're a dumbo because you listen to this podcast, and episode 60 60 isn't the first podcast of mine you've listened to, we are all switching to the Cash App. We've already done it. Me, one fire, and one get rid of. That's what I'm going to start calling the second one. We all switched to the Cash App. He's Russian or whatever that would be. Get rid of. Get rid of. Uh, It's the simplest way to pay people back. Friends, family, you can pay one fire back, one get rid of back. (laughs) <laughs> uh, anyone, okay? You can pay dogs back if they have a cell phone. Sending and receiving money is totally free and fast, and most payments can be deposited directly into your bank account in just a few seconds. And did you know that Cash App lets you do way more than that? Now, you can even buy and sell Bitcoin instantly. Get your paycheck deposited right to the app. Pull money out of the ATM with the free custom cash card or use it to spend anywhere you like. You really won't find a more useful finance app out there. You really won't. I've used a bunch of them, and I've settled on this one. Uh, And, of course, when you download the cash app, $5 goes to you, and $5 goes to the Time's Up Legal Defense Fund, which uh, is a really important cause to me, Juan Fire and Juan Getridev. Download the free cash app for iOS or Android now. Yeah, I talked a lot about my childhood. It's crazy the way stuff shapes you and all that, you know? I think about that. I do. I think about this, the way stuff shapes you and the way stuff shapes people and how everything is nobody's fault because of the way they were brought up by the fucking people that brought them up. Basically, whose fault it was was the first two people. They fucked everything up. They ruined bringing up other people, and then those poop people kept on running And as time went on, everyone just got so fucked up. I mean, Kim Jong-un, who's the guy now? Kim Jong-un? Who's Kim Jong-il before him, right? And before him, who was it? It's going to get worse and worse because they keep fucking up their offspring. You know, we all fuck each other up. And we we all... Tupac said, I'm the product of the environment that that, that, that fucking made me. And he's right. He's right. It's not somebody's fault. It's crazy, right? Especially because some people's minds are just fucking broken. I mean, they lock people up who do heroin in jail. You know? That's fucking weird. They got a real problem and they're just going to lock them the fuck up. I don't know. Look, I'm not saying I know what to do. I think I know a little bit about what not to do just because in purse. But like, uh, yeah. People get so fucked up and then they become 70 and there's no change in them. Here's the deal. I was at a coffee shop two days ago and I was not paying attention. There was somebody in front of me. I was waiting for them. Now they were taking entirely too long and it's because they were a 70-year-old woman. Uh, they, nah, she wasn't 70. She was probably 55. Nah, she's probably 60. Now, she was taking entirely too long, and it wasn't because she was an old lady. It was because she was a an annoying person. That's why. You knew when this woman was 25, she was still the kind of person that took too long. It wasn't the kind of thing where you're like, oh, old lady, help. She was just like, it's like, yeah, 
You're taking too long because you don't give a fuck about anybody else. So she was taking too long, and I was tall. I was busy. I was, um, what do you call it? Not paying attention, and I was facing the other way. And I turned around, and I and I bumped her a little bit with my shoulder. I mean, I didn't even bump her. I brushed her. It wasn't a bump. I wouldn't say it was a bump. This is like a Seinfeld episode. Was it a bump or a brush? Uh, it was a brush. And I and I turned around. And I said, "Oh, this is exactly how I said it." I said, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I wasn't paying attention." And uh, she looked, and she just went like, eh, "You know." So I stepped further away from her. I was about two, at least two feet from her now. Now I was I was more than two feet from her. She kept looking back. Thirty, at least thirty seconds went by. She kept kind of looking back as she was figuring out what to get. First of all, it was taking too long already, and now she's just taking way too long. And she kept looking back at me. I was like, why the fuck is she looking back at me? It was very weird. And now I was paying attention. And 30, over 30 seconds goes by, and then she looks back at me finally a last time, and she says, could you please not bump into me again? And I look at her, and I just start laughing because, like, What the fuck is wrong with you, lady? First of all, way too much time went by. I stepped back over two feet. Like, what was I planning to? Oh, oh, and then after the fucking thing, she was waiting for her. Oh, God. She was waiting for her drink just like, and she was going like this. Like rubbing it like I fucking beat her. And then she kept fucking like looking at me and then like, and then, and then other, and then, and then I realized that she was a little bit like weird because she kept on like looking at other people talking to them for no reason. But like either her mind is broken or she was raised so wrong that she is fucked up and it's not even her fault. But I wanted to get mad at her. I mean, obviously I didn't say anything. Because who gives a fuck? And I'm trying to be as normal as I can. But she was, but it was so weird. Imagine how many fucking weird JoJo's Cup stories she has in her childhood. You know? God. I was reading this book called Come Here. And it was about the guy who uh, ran... American University. I think it's in like DC or something. I don't know. But he was having all sorts of like weird thoughts about like being attracted to children and he didn't and he and he was trying to trace it back why and it was because he realized that like his mom and dad molested him. And um Yeah, what was it? Can you, yeah, Washington DC. The book is called Come Here. I read it, and it's fucked up. A man overcomes the tragic aftermath of, what is it? Uh, yeah, of childhood sexual abuse. Anyway, he was starting to, like, it's really, really interesting because the guy, like, like, overcame it and didn't molest anybody, but, like, understood that he wanted to, he had those that inclination, and he got, I think he got, he, he resigned from, that because he was he was like starting to like I think email or something college kids and he was just realizing it was inappropriate and then just resigned and then wrote this book Richard Berenzen anyway it was a it's a good book and it was really interesting I have no fucking idea why I read it like where the fuck but um it was interesting because that it was like the, it's like the cycle you know but that's that's what it is though like, you think I'm not going to have fucking kids that aren't weird, that have, like, I don't want to use fucking our babysitter's cup. And then I'm just going to be like, yeah, I get it. Fuck, for fuck's sake. I told you, my uncle has two wallets. It runs in my fucking family. By the way, did I read the fucking email that my uncle sent me on, on air? Remember when I was talking about, all right, I got to read this shit. My, what? Yeah. He sent me an email. No, no, no. He didn't even send me an email. He sent the fucking podcast an email on my website. He's got my number. He's my uncle fucking Vinny. God, what is that? 
Vinny. I probably don't. There we go. Why can you never look it up mail in the fucking... Course still searching, not going to find. Here it is. Oh, wait, no, because it wasn't from him. It was from fucking one fire. God, I got to find the fucking... I mean, so far back. Uh, he sent... One fire sent me the fucking email, and he just wrote, I mean... And then... Let me see if I could find it because it's really funny. Because this is how fucked up my family is. What well, you know what 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 episode was that? Uh, that we talked about it. I guess we don't know, huh? I'm trying to look at. Uh, nah, I'm not gonna find this for fuck's sake. What well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna. Okay, wallet. If I just put wallet in the search thing, it should show up, right? Ah, right, here we go. Got it. <laughs> here it is. All right. So one fire sent me this. This is two. So all right. So for those of you that didn't listen to the episode, which probably a lot of you did, but my this is why this is why I'm so fucked up because this is what my family does. Okay. So. So, my so I talked about how my uncle has two wallets. My uncle Vinny has two fucking wallets. He keeps ones in one. And keeps other money in the other. And I forgot that he, you know, I'm just going to read the email. I, t- I was making fun of him why he keeps two wallets and how fucking ridiculous it is and how ridiculous it is and how my family always makes fun of him for it. And then he always tries to explain why. All right. It was bold, bold faced lie, bare faced lie. That's what that episode was because he's, he's, um, all right. So here's, here's, oh, and I talked to, I talked also about the digestive drink. I refer to is on underberg about how like you overeat. Remember I was talking about that? You overeat and then you take the underberg and you feel better. Anyway, this is the fucking, so my uncle, I guess he listens to the, I know he listens to some of the podcasts and I guess he heard this one or maybe somebody, so maybe somebody who he knows alerted him to it because, um, all right, so here we go. So he emails, first of all, the website. The, the the podcast website, not me. He has my number. He doesn't call me. He doesn't text me. He he knows it's going to go to the fucking one fire. Subject. First of all, it's from his fucking law firm email address. Email address. All right. Subject. Two wallets slash Underberg. That's the subject. Okay. Message. I respect... <laughs> How fucking lunatic he is. I respectfully submit that you are a bold, bald, barefaced liar. I have two wallets and two money clips. All right. If you put all your money, credit cards, health cards, ID cards, driver's license, etc., in one wallet, you are walking around with a wallet the size of the Manhattan phone book. All right. With two, it's hard to argue that. It's true. There's a lot of shit to put in one wallet, all right? He's a really good arguer. He's a fucking lawyer, okay? With two wallets evenly distributed in back pockets, I achieve buttock balance and comfort. As to the two money clips, uh, in parentheses, in two different front pocket front pockets, just imagine we are hanging out one day and one thing leads to another and we wind up at a strip club. <laughs> I am prepared with $1 bills. You are not. <laughs> he doesn't go to strip clubs. He really, second of all, uh, he, we're not going to go. When the strip club valet, in parentheses, entitled to a tip, returns my car, I have the singles to tip him, and you look like a cheap bastard. (laughs) All right. Next. Suppose we get mugged. I give the mugger my singles money clip and a wallet with no credit cards. 
<laughs> he does not know about my more valuable money clip or my more valued wallet. I minimized my loss. But you, in parentheses, one wallet with all your money, credit cards, etc. in it are left penniless. And there is a greater likelihood that the muggers will beat the crap out of you because you were too stupid to have two wallets money clips. Well, how does that make sense? And there's a greater likelihood that whatever. Furthermore, the quote-unquote digestive drink you refer to is called Underberg. It is made from herbs and bitters and has been selling worldwide for over 150 years. In parentheses, that is before you were born. And I never said that you should overeat and then take Underberg so you can overeat some more. I will admit, however, that it's not a bad idea. I will let you know tomorrow. So let this message serve as a formal notice that you are to immediately that you are to immediately cease and desist from your unauthorized slanderous comments about me and if you cannot do both then at least desist or cease whatever is easier love uncle vinny oh i fucking love my family man of course i forwarded this to the rest of my family and my dad fucking emailed me back i'm crying and i i assumed it was because uh, I assume something it was I assume because he was crying laughing but now that I think about it it's probably because that has to be his brother fuck how do you grow up not crazy and I'm not saying I'm crazy like obviously but like how do you grow up not affected by that fucking lunacy my family my parents my uncle R Richard my uncle Vinny my aunts Man, I was with them yesterday. Some of my my my, my parents, you know, my, and uh, I put up an Instagram video of us. But all we do is talk shit and laugh about it. It's so fucking. It feels so healthy, man. I fucking, I'm real fortunate, man. And uh, and I and I try not to take it for granted. You know, my dad's gonna be seventy in a few days, and um, it's just. Uh, it's just, uh, it, you know, I guess I suppose that's why I was thinking about my childhood lately because I've been, um, I've been uh, thinking about all the times that I've had with them and shit and like how great it is and how much like fucking love is there, man. Like, like doing that shit, like they, they're packing up their shit and they're, they're, they're moving and, you know. My dad would be annoying as shit. Was just like, you got to help us pack before the fucking movers get here. Which is like, then what the fuck are you getting the movers for? You know. And I'm driving down to the beach, just all fucking. It's so far and shit. And I get there, and you know, maybe in my twenties I would have been like, why the fuck do I have to do this? But I got there, and it was just nice to spend time with them, um, and make fun of them and be made fun of and fucking show love that way. That's how we do it. And um, it was uh. It was just, I put up some video on Instagram because, um, I don't know, I think uh, family is relatable and shit, I guess. But they, we had a good time. We were just laughing and shit, making fun of each other, calling each other assholes. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, you know, that's why I was thinking about my childhood. And I, I, I don't think I consciously wanted to talk about it on my podcast. It wasn't in my notes or anything, but... You know, your parents get older and you got to fucking, you know, or not even just parents, people get older and you got to, I get, I don't want to be one of those corny motherfuckers that's like cherish the time you have while your fucking parents or people are on the earth and while you're on the earth, but it's like, who, who cares? My brother would say you're going to die anyway. What's it matter? But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's cool to think about. Fuck. That's uh, fuck. That's fucked. Right. That's all we have pictures and shit and memories that's so fucked i forget so much shit people remind me shit i'm like really that happened and they're like yeah last tuesday i was like ah shit i wish i remember that because that sounds awesome did somebody take a fucking snapchat of it yeah mm -hmm. yeah i was i was in therapy once for years
just like, you know, going because I thought it was a good idea just to keep mentally healthy. And one thing that my fucking therapist said, and I always think about this is, you know, she was talking about when her parents died and she was talking about how it's the worst thing you go through. And the only good part about it is, and this is what fucked me up. The only good part about your parents dying is that you never have to do it again. You never have to go through it again. And that's crazy. There's so few things like that. Hopefully, because like, look, other things don't happen to people. Like, don't don't happen to everybody. Like, you know, people's some people's kids get murdered, but it doesn't happen to everybody. Some people get fucking raped. That doesn't happen to everybody. Of course, it's great that that doesn't ever have to happen again if it happens to you. But, but it still could. You know, if you have more kids or fucking you're in the wrong area or wrong time. But your parents never die twice and that's the only fucking thing that's good about that that's fucking crazy that stuck with me a lot and i fucking think about that all the time i don't mean to get all serious dude but man that's got to be the fucking i don't know like i i love my parents so much that's gonna be fucking anyway i don't want to think about that supposed to be a comedy podcast Jesus Christ. You know what, though? Seriously, you guys got to fucking, we got to we gotta get through everything, man. It can't just be fucking bam, 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 bam comedy all the time. It, it, you got to take some dips. You got to fucking come with me, dude. This is a cult. You're not, this is not a podcast. This is a cult. We're joking. We're laughing. We're having a good time. And then we get fucking, we get real because, not because we try to or it's by design, just because that's what happens. This is the ebb and the flow of conversation and the and the cult, man. When we're in the log cabin later on, I can't, we can't, it, there's going to be times, there's going to be hard times. There's going to be times where people get, you know, don't get along. People get, you know, people are going to die. People are going to thrive and be happy, but people are also going to hurt their knee. And then we got to fucking, oh shit, get it, rub it, get an ice pack. And is he okay? You know? This is what we're preparing you for. Life. Fuck college, dude. That doesn't do shit. I mean, it does some stuff. But like, you know, this is real shit, dude. And dude, I need you. I know I'm the cult leader, but I need you motherfuckers. I really do, dude. I need you to spread the fucking word and help our cause and leave, live this hedonistic lifestyle and get fucked and sucked. Um, back to comedy, this guy last year, the year, well, you know, who, what am I saying, dude? Last week, like I just say shit the last week, the elder, um, and, uh, he did this Kuda song, Richie, what is it? Richie Pl- Pallies. Right, yeah. He did this Kuda song. I don't know if you guys heard it, but I'm gonna play a little bit of it. This shit is brilliant. That's beautiful so far. Summer's day, and when you take off work on the fifth of May, 
Dude, that fucking song. Jesus Christ, it's so funny. The first time I heard it, I was fucking laughing so hard. Jesus Christ, it makes me emotional a little bit. Why the fuck does that happen? Uh, (laughs) Half for fuck's sake. Jesus Christ, it makes me want to fucking cry a little bit. Uh, Because it's true, you know? There's fucking... God, it's hard to fucking be... uh, And it's hard to not... um, uh, uh, it's hard to not uh, not be Cuda, you know. I mean, I know it's funny and shit, but it's fucking true. That song is pretty, and uh, he's just emotional about fucking people being Cudas. I appreciate that, man. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I was thinking too. You know, it was funny. What else I remember from from going to therapy was uh. You know, you're there for for therapy, and, and you're there to help to get your your shit and have the person help you and all that shit, or whatever. Or at least talk some shit out. And um, I I uh, I'm me though, you know. And like I when I'm, you know, I make fun of shit and all that. So I'd like sometimes give her shit <clears throat> and ask her stuff like about her even her life or the room and shit. And she never really, you know, talked too much about it. But there was this uh, stupid fucking, there were these uh, uh, figurines that were uh, holding hands, but they were individual, right? Like you could move them however you wanted. And they were holding each other's hands uh, or touching, you know, it was supposed to be like, and they were all from different... um, backgrounds like the people some were darker than others and some were fucking swedish and shit and you know they tried to there were maybe like 10 of them and they were all set up and one of them didn't (laughs) have an arm right 
like because it it broke, not because it didn't. And I said to her, I was like, why is that? I was like, there's not an arm there. What the fuck happened? Is this like, is that supposed to be like the disabled one? And and she laughed and she was like, nah. She's like, it actually pisses me off. And I said, how come? And she said, well, because when I moved into this office, I I dropped one of them and uh, the the arm came off. And so I would set that when I set them up, I set them up, but I put the arm down next to the one without the arm that broke off. And it was like that for a while until one of my clients or patients said, Hey, uh, that arm is broken. I noticed I, I, I fix stuff like this all the time. Um, I can, uh, I can take that for you and I have the glue at home and I can just put, put it good as new and it won't, and, and it'll look normal. And so she, so she said, okay. And she took the, the fucking thing back. And when she came back the next week for therapy, she came back with the figurine without the arm. And she said, I'm, I'm so, so, so sorry. Um, but I, I, I not only didn't fix it, I, I lost the arm. I don't know where it is. And the therapist was like, oh, well, you know, try to make her not feel bad. That's okay. I, I, I you know, it's all right. But it did upset, and she said to me, she says, and it always really upset me because every time I look at it, I, I know I had the arm and now I don't have it and I probably could have done it myself and I just, it bums me out that that's not there because this these figurines she got like on a trip somewhere years ago that really meant something to her and all that shit. And I said, yeah, that's um, that's true. You could you, you could be really upset about that, but also like that's... I said something like, that's what's supposed to happen. Like, you know, you got those fucking figurines and you enjoyed them as much as you could with the arm and then you dropped it and you lost and you thought somebody was going to help you and they fucking lost the arm themselves and they brought the arm, they brought the thing back without the arm and now it doesn't have an arm. But that's what was supposed to happen and now you have the story about that and you had the guy with the arm for a long time and that was the time that you were supposed to have with that. And that was the time that was supposed to, you, you should, you should, you know, to be corny again, cherish the fucking full figurine set. You were lucky to have that for that amount of time. And now he doesn't have the arm. And it's kind of funny that that happened, that you brought the fucking person back and they came back without the arm. And now you have a story about it. And, and, and that's what those figurines are to you now. The fucking guy without the arm. He's almost the most important one now. And she said, yeah, yeah, you're, uh, you're actually right. You made me feel better about that. And, and I said, I wouldn't even want that arm back if you had it to put, glue it. Because that's what, that's what it is now, you know? And she was like, yeah. And I could tell, like, it, it like... Not that I made her feel better, but like I, I, I she's like I didn't think of it that way. Like you're right, you know, and because um, like I don't know, I was, I was watching, I was watching the Good Doctor, and this guy's the Good Doctor. I think I was in the, I was in the episode as I was watching it, and uh, the guy was paralyzed, and they were like, "We could fix it, and you can be unparalyzed." And he was like, oh, "Okay," and then the wife didn't want him to because she's like, "I love you like this," you know. And it's like, ah, oh, fucking, you know, whatever happens, happens, and you roll with the punches and shit. And I guess that's why I was thinking about that therapist thing, because I was thinking about, like, you know, everything goes away anyway, so you should fucking be uh, present, I guess, and enjoy the time you have and the memories and shit, whatever. I, I can't believe what I'm fucking talking about, but I do have these fucking thoughts, too. I'm not just a lunatic and a fucking... And a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a piece of shit talking shit about everything. But anyway, um, I was with my family and I was helping them pack up and move. So I guess that's why I'm in this fucking kind of poignant thing. But I'm glad you guys are listening. Um, and it's been a fucking hour already. That was kind of quick. Uh, but fucking that Kuda song, man. So funny. I mean, he, he did. There was one or two things that I didn't even remember. Um, that I didn't even remember on those things. Let's take some Twitter, quest, Twitter questions, though. Um, Okay, wow. I thought you'd appreciate this. 
Stephanie Foss says, at Miss Foss the Boss, change it. Two-year-old referred to her coat pockets as snack holes, and this is what I shall forever call them. Uh, all right, look, if you're two, you can call them snack holes, but don't. That's not cute if you're an adult and you're like, hey, fucking yeah, these are my snack holes. Yo, you know what you get to do? You know what I do? Run your pockets, motherfucker. Give me, give me whatever the fuck is in your pockets now. It's mine. Um, what celebrities have told you that they listen to your podcast that surprised you? Luke Keating. Keating Luke. Um, there have been a few, and I can't remember, which is how much of a fucking piece of shit I am. There was some, uh, oh, 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 um, uh, oh, you know who told me is Josh, uh, he's probably listening right now. Uh, I, I hope he's listening. I hope he still listens, but, um. Yeah, my buddy Josh. He he. Uh, my buddy Josh Dunn, who is uh, uh, fucking awesome. Um, and uh, I don't know if he listens to it with his with his bandmate, but he listens to it. Um, and I like that dude. And when I found out he listened to it, I was like shocked. That guy's a fucking superstar. Um, and then uh, who else? Who else? I can't really think about it. But sometimes I'm like on set and people are like, I listen to your podcast and shit, actors. And I'm like, oh, fucking really? That's funny. Um, because then I get embarrassed. Like, I'm just talking in a room. I mean, I don't get embarrassed, but I'm like, oh, fuck. I wonder what I said there that they like hooked onto that they think I am now, you know, because I'm just joking and being stupid and shit in a room alone. And I say shit. This is on my fucking, I don't even know half the shit I say. And like, then fucking like some actor I'm going to have to work with for the next 10 days is like, I listen to your podcast. Do you really think that we should all get fucked by robots? You know? And I'm like, <laughs> and I have to talk to HR. <laughs> um yeah uh but anyway uh you guys are fucking great what else uh oh dude the oh i talked about this on the fucking uh i put that on the instagram that the fucking poster for uh, the avengers it's like what dude i put a sea of people i was like it was between these two posters dude how about how fucking crazy it is the poster just have the the a with the fucking circle around it you know we had it Nobody's going to, as much as I, as much as I love Chris Evans and fucking, you know, uh, uh, Josh Brolin and fucking Scarlett Johansson, nobody's going to see that movie because of them. And it's not a knock on them. They're great, but they're going to see the movie because it's a fucking spectacle and it's the Avengers. You don't have to put them all on the poster. That's some ego shit. That's so funny. You look at the poster, there's people on that that aren't even on the fucking thing. I was like, who is that fucking, who's the fucking fat Asian guy? You know they only put him on there because he's Asian and they wanted to fucking have the whole thing, you know? He's got like two lines in the fucking thing. They got a fucking raccoon on it. Eh. How about that? What was that one? Christopher Dennett, at Chris underscore Dens. You you da Vinci or you just make coffee? This fucking thing that says making a cup of coffee is an art. You know what? I agree with that. But here's the deal. Here, here's what goes back to what I talk about. If you're going to pick a job, be passionate about it and do it and make it you. All right? But if you're talking about how coffee is, a, being a cup of coffee is art, eat piece of shit. Just do it. Feel good about it. Be passionate about it. But you know what? They're not making a documentary about you, okay? You just make the coffee and you feel good about it. You don't need to fucking talk about how much it's a piece of art because then, whoa, you're getting into fucking territory. You're getting into piece of shit territory. Uh, I'll do another one. Oh, wow. Wow. Let me tell you something, dude. This guy knows the vibe, all right? All you motherfuckers ask me questions. Some of them are stupid. Some of them you're just trying to get my attention. Some of them, they're not things I want to answer. Some of them I answer just to be fun and funny. But this motherfucker, this dude knows the vibe, okay? This guy is in the cult. He probably had some congratulations in him before the podcast even started. If not, this guy's doing the work, okay? Matthew Heath at eh. Sir Matthew. All right. Well, first of all, 
He's got the. I didn't realize he had the except Matthew, which is very cool. This is a great question, dude. Wow, how bitch is it to chase after a bouncy ball, dude? That guy nailed it. Let me tell you something. You know how bitch it is? The most bitch. To chase after a bouncy ball and to be like running after it and not knowing which way it's going to go and like trying to grab it and missing it once but having it fucking pop off your hand and then it alters the course of how it's bouncing and then you're running and then it goes down on grass and you're like, oh, hopefully it'll slow down on the grass. You're the most bitch ever. If a girl ever saw a dude that she was into a little bit chasing after a bouncy ball, that's a fucking rap, dude. You're not making your dick wet. Wow, good job, Matthew Heath. Very, you know how it is? The most bitch. Round of applause for Matthew Heath. Dude, congratulations for asking that fucking question, dude. I love that fucking question because that's something I never thought of, but it's fucking true. Wow, dude. We might have to end on that fucking beautiful question, man. Square Cash, have you switched yet? Download the free Square Cash app, enter rewards code congrats, get $5 and give $5 to Time's Up. Get it for iOS or Android now. Follow the leader. Second leg announcing soon. We're announcing it next Monday. Uh, buy tickets on Crystalia.com. A lot of them are sold out. So once this second leg hits, you've got to get these tickets quick because some of these sold out. Sold out. Tallahassee, Florida. Orlando sold out. Charleston, first show sold out. I added a late show, almost sold out. Pittsburgh. Uh, I don't know if that's sold out. Maybe one or two tickets left. Dayton, Ohio, Huntsville, Alabama, Nashville, Tennessee, Denver, Colorado added a late show. Boise, Idaho added a late show. And subscribe to the YouTube channel and download the Crystalia app for iOS or Android. You know what? Uh, I think next time I'm going to get the app, get my app, because next time I'm going to go a little bit live as we shoot the podcast uh, for you guys, because I'm going to go live on my app. And you guys are going to hear Congratulations, episode 61, before anybody, because you're going to hear it as it's happening live. So download that app and make sure you do it. Uh, video episodes go up Tuesdays or Wednesdays. you got to watch my special man on fire or incorrigible or white male black comic. Uh, I'm going to do some more episodes of um, Alone Together coming up on the second season. I'm going to be in at least three of those, I think. I love doing that show. It's really funny. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Even the episodes I'm not in, I fucking love. And and I'm not in those. So that's saying a lot because I love myself. Thanks for listening, babies. And remember, don't drink out of JoJo's cups. Congratulations, <laughs> 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 <laughs>